Well, I have seen that people are like, meh, or like, she didn't deserve to win. Well, this truly was the Hunger Games drag and to survive to the end, I feel like it's a feat in itself. We're back. You wanted more? Here's Snatch Season 4. This season, we'll be diving into RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus the world. Which sees the fiercest British queens compete against some of the most cutthroat performers from other global editions of the franchise. From maxi challenges, runways and lip syncs, we will be analysing their every move. It's one of the most ambitious crossover events in history, so get ready for the drag war to end all wars. Sparta! Dragon. On this week's grand finale of RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus the World, the finalists, Bag of Chips, Blue Hydrangea, Jujubee, and Mohart, sashayed down the runway in their finale, Eleganza, Extravaganza, before competing in three lip sync smackdowns to be crowned the first ever queen of the mother ducking world. Umar, six episodes, and we're here. We're at the f- finale. Hey, um, it came about really quick, quicker than yeah. I thought. Yeah, blink and bam, finale. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's <laughs> you just did that again by the mic. Um, it's it's been a short and mostly sweet adventure. Sweet? Are you joking? I was. I was about to say this has probably been the most tumultuous season of a, of Drag Race ever. Oh my god! But we had Jimbo, we had Pangina, we had. Oh wait, is that, is that it? <laughs> yeah, I think the list stops there. Yeah. Um, no, we had um, Janie Jacquet. We've had shocking exits, lipstick reveals. We've had Jimbo's Casper the Baloney Ghost. We had. Oh yeah, that seems like actually no. It's was that six weeks ago? Yeah, six weeks ago. Yeah, absolutely bonkers mm-hmm. uh, yeah I mean it feels like it's been the longest six weeks ever but I've enjoyed every minute of it I've enjoyed it it's been a good season all, all round yeah love it so on the regenda this week I want to start with I know a lot happened before this but I want to talk about the Eliminated Queen's return mm-hmm. uh, because they kind of came back well some of them came back with a bit of a vengeance didn't they specifically Pangina and Jimbo uh, what did you make of their reactions to being eliminated and their confrontations with the ones who eliminated them. I mean, the thing is, it's really hard, isn't it? Because you want to give good TV and you want to get your heart out on the table, but then it's just not the right time and place because we're celebrating. But um, for me, Jimbo's oh my God. shady so move of like, I could say that you are, what, what did you say? You're dead inside. The polka dot dress was shit. Your hair, all this stuff. But I'm never going to say yeah. it to your face. I mean, that caught me off guard. That, that is a way to read someone though, isn't it? It's like, it's like, Umar, I would say that I really hate your jumper, but I wouldn't say it because I'm really nice. Yeah, but that's the art of shade and the art of Jimbo. I mean, it's sinister undertones with everything she does. And the thing is, I feel like if Jimbo delivered that line, I think I would have been like Pangina too, where I'm like, oh, okay. okay." (laughs) I would just be like, well, that was rude. That was rude. She came for her character. (laughs) She came for her aesthetic. She came for everything. Everything. But I still don't believe that she eliminated because she thought Jimbo was worse. She did it out of strategy. Why didn't she just admit that? Out of strategy. And I think with Blue as well, when because it was like Pangina and Blue getting the heat, mm. I think Blue handled it a little bit better where Blue was like, listen, like, mm-hmm. I had to um, do what I had to do. But I find it really um, funny, the BBC edit of, <laughs> of the conversations and... Um, 
of the deliberation conversation being played whilst they're explaining it and finding out Blue actually did say to Vangina oh yes yes, oh, yes I can't send you home I just it's tempting but I just couldn't do it so it, like yeah so it's good to see things unfold and to see whose explanations held up yeah let's go on to the lip sync smackdown so we had Sir Elton John <laughs> up and coming singer um, reveal the really rules struggling. really struggling oh god uh, stream hashtag Sir Elton John give him some visibility okay yeah. so Sir Elton revealed that the seasons nine, US seasons nine um, rules of the Lip Sync Smackdown will return uh, with the dreaded wheel. Ooh, the wheel. wheel. I mean, yeah, imagine doing the whole show and then your fate just being in a wheel. Exactly. Again, numbers of wins and golden rupee of badges don't matter because there's a motherfucking wheel up in this mm. house, okay? Um, so Mo chose Bagger. Mm. And she did so out of strategy. Of course. Would you have done the same? Would you have picked Bagger? I think I would have. If I was a US queen, and I think Mo knows Juju is a strong contender for the lip sync, mm-hmm. and out of Bagger and Blue to go against the UK, Bagger is the weakest when it comes yeah. to lip sync. Lips, not lip syncing. Yeah. Um, and I think um, Bagger's energy throughout the season was really kind of up and down. And I think by the time of the final, even in the mm. workroom, I think Bagger was tired and just not fully out for the crown so yeah, yeah good what trip. did you think of the lip sync I mean Mo was visually stunning oh so good that yellow I couldn't take my eyes off her I think it was a polished performance from Mo because sometimes in lip syncing Mo's we can go flying and it can be a bit chaotic and messy but I thought this was actually a full circle moment of seeing a strong solid gorgeous mm. performance from Mo yeah. and then there was Bagger well do you know what I thought, I thought Bagger <laughs> put up a good fight actually she leaned more into the comedy yeah. Um, and do you know what? The whole performance actually just made me smile. But obviously, Mo was the winner. Mm, Mo, hands down. Becca gave it a good shot. But then also, I think with Mo as well, like Domino is such a high adrenaline mm. song. We didn't see any kicks splits. or flips. Yeah. Uh, her tricks, like we saw um, against Latrice Royale and All Stars 4 or any other other lip syncs. Um, I don't know why she didn't choose to deploy all the skills in her arsenal but uh, maybe because she didn't want to she thought I don't need it against Bagger <laughs> yeah save it save it for yeah. the actual next round I guess but yeah I, I enjoyed it the spin of the wheel meant that Juju would face Blue and they had a lip sync smackdown to the reflex by Duran Duran mm. um, I enjoyed this lip sync but I will admit I do think Blue was doing a bit too much on the stage yeah I agree wholeheartedly and I mean she did win the show but I do think every that was time. a spoiler. That oh was a god, spoiler. We haven't shot, got that. Oh my god! We have, <gasps> sorry, Bia. Sorry. Um, Cancel Umar oh Sawa. The thing is, with Blue, yeah, she is <laughs> shock. <laughs> she is our queen of the universe or world. But I really don't like Blue as a lip syncer. I think she is messy, like you said, and she'll stand in front of the queen when they're trying to do something, and it's just like very bombastic moves that just don't have finesse. So yeah, I, for me, I prefer Juju's. Yeah, I actually do as well, but sadly she was then relegated to third slash fourth place for the fourth time in Drag Race history. It's like, do you remember when Leonardo DiCaprio Never got his Oscar. Never won. And then he got his Oscar and yeah. the straights were, they were celebrating, right? On this should have been our moment. Right, yeah. actually, do you know what? I shouldn't be too biased, but I really did want to see Juju in that final two I, I did too. And um, can I reveal your Reddit spoiler ways? No! Ah! This yes, is- you up in the Reddits. 
Telev office. Oh, I've been exposed. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> this is gonna be the delete, time. delete. No, um, you heard none of that. Um, but anyway, well, not you, but Reddit did tell us that something different was about to happen and it didn't happen. And I was really sad about it. Yeah, I was really sad. Yeah, same. Um, so the final lip sync, Mo versus Blue to Supernova by Kylie Minogue. Banger, by the way. Um, a very gorgeous disco cut from her recent album, Disco. This was a really good lip sync. This, this was, was a really good lip sync. Yeah, this was, I think, high energy. And I think in this case, I think Blue did outperform do you think yeah because I, th- um, I don't know it's hard they took it in two different ways but yeah there was a moment in that lipstick though where it looked like Mo was about to do something really mm. sickening on the stage and then they cut to the judges for a longer time than usual oh yeah you, yeah and I thought did Mo do something really good there but they cut it because they crowned blue oh that's really interesting yeah yeah, but then also I just think I just think yeah the show's called UK vs the world but like okay let's be honest was anyone but the UK queens in for the win mm. in the first place because spoiler alert blue won blue won blue won and we're not taking the crown away from her or just kind no. of saying but yeah I do think Mo for me just looks I don't know for me personally. Out of those two particular queens, Mo, the crown and the title will look better on Mo. I think Blue at this point still has a way to go before she gets the crown. But, you know, it's Rue's decision at the end of the day. Um, all of the queens gave us great entertainment over the course of this series. And, you know, we, we have the first ever queen of the Mukatokan world. So we that's just do. How it is. We do. And at the end of the day, um, Mo didn't win a badge. But, I mean, the badge doesn't mean all. Yeah. Um, at this stage. But, yeah, well done, Blue. Well done, Blue. Congratulations, Congratulations. Congratulations. Guys, if you like listening to me and Umar chat absolute shit on Snatched, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And that's right, guys, because every star that you leave, a drag queen gets her wings. So <laughs> click those buttons. Every star helps. So get your phones out. Open your podcast app. Hit subscribe. It only takes two seconds. What are you waiting for? In the words of Gwen Stefani, what are you waiting for? Uma, it's time for our final questions from viewers. Oh no, I'm going to miss this segment. I'm going to miss it. I love hearing from all you gorgeous people out there in the world. Uh, First up, we have Gregory from Toronto. Gregory, are you there? Right, Gregory from Toronto. (laughs) Toronto. (laughs) Toronto. Toronto. Asks, do you think Bagger gave up once she knew it was a lip sync smackdown for the crown? Yeah. Yeah. And even in the workroom, she was like, we're at the final and badges don't matter anymore. It's the final. It can be anything. And I think Bagger had a really graceful exit where she did what Mm. she could. She looked good. And um, yeah, she was like, this is not my forte of drag and that's fair enough yeah she was the same on UK season 1 as well when she was relegated to third place uh, behind Vivian and Davina she even said look look you should crown one of these girls you know they're amazing so yeah do you know what you can't call bad or loser you just can't she Ugh. she exited the competition gracefully and I commend her for that are you are you, are you sighing oh my god no I'm yawning oh, uh, you're putting me to sleep <laughs> 
No, um, and also I think it was really nice to have that um, moment with Bagger being humble and thankful yeah. for the opportunity. She came and, full circle. Yeah, yeah, full circle. Okay, Marissa from Turkmenistan asks, do you think B should make another return or should she call it a day? Call it a day. Call it a day. I still want her in the drag race family. I want mm-hmm. her to come back and, you know, be a mentor for an acting challenge or a comedy challenge or like still keep coming back in that way. I think as a competitor, I think, but I do love seeing Juju on the screen. I know the thing is, but I can't deal with another heartbreak. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I, I think you can see it in her eyes as well when she sashayed away and she was kind of, you know, everyone's just like, well done, Juju. I, I'm not sure. It wasn't like an embarrassment moment for her. Like she took it really well, but I think even she at that point was just like, look, do you know what? I'm done now. Yeah. Do you know what? Fair play to her. She hasn't won a crown, but she has made history as the first ever queen to reach the final three times and four times. And I don't think anyone's going to yeah, no use one's her anytime soon. <laughs> and also, I, I, she looked gorgeous. Oh my God. She looked Absolutely the best she's gorgeous. ever looked. Gorgeous. Other than the All-Stars Fire finale. She yeah. stunning. Um, but this week in that, was it a red gown? A red gown. Oh, she looked. And the hair. But we'll get on to that in the fashion section. We'll come to that in the fashion section. Finally, Bolu from Abuja asks, if you had to pick one queen from UK versus the world to return on another all-star season, who would it be? I would say Jimbo. And I think if Canada is doing a Canada versus the world and stuff, I think Jimbo was cut short in this season. And I think there's more to Jimbo. Yeah, there's more to see from Jimbo. There's diversity, range. So yeah, more Jimbo. (laughs) (laughs) There's diversity and there's range. There's like diversity and then there's range. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm totally no, I, I agree. I definitely want to see Jimbo again. I want to see Jimbo on my screen every week. But in this lineup, I would say I want to see Lemon again just because she only Lemon, lasted yeah. one week and she's got an incredible sense of humor that I need to see more of. And she's a fierce performer. She shouldn't have gone fierce. in the first place. And also Lemon um, posting all her outfits that were never yeah. seen on Instagram and stuff. I think seeing all of that content, it's like Lemon has so much more to show to like the mainstream. Yeah. Do you know what? She was benefited this series by leaving too early because now people just want to see more. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Once you get a squeeze, you just want the whole cup. Yeah. She's sweet and sour. Like a lemon. Yeah. Available on iTunes. That's <laughs> a single. It's really good. Oh, is it a song? <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Love that. Yeah. Uma. Yes. <laughs> Are you ready for the final runway? I'm ready. You're ready. I'm okay. ready. Yeah, you're ready. I'm ready. Oh, you said that with some determination. Oh god, no, not that again. <laughs> <laughs> we left that behind in season one. Honey. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, let's talk about the grand finale extravaganza. As fashion editor, how would you have executed this theme? Well, this is like loose, isn't it? It's like you gotta just represent the best of you, mm. right? <laughs> you can do anything. You can do anything. You can make it as camp kooky costume crazy crystal lies as possible i don't know what i would have done um i don't even know who i am yet so oh wow you wanna, you wanna, so i don't i you don't want to talk about it i don't know who i am <laughs> within myself so i don't know what my elegance would be but it'll probably be gag worthy oh right you don't you have no idea who what you are what would you do i don't know exactly <laughs> just come in just come in i think i would come in like a like a cotton candy puff of smoke. Puff, yeah, that seems like, right. Yeah, <laughs> like a jigglypuff little ball or something and just be like, I don't know what, I don't know what I would have Jigglypuff, got it. Okay, yeah. then I'm going to come out as Charizard. Yeah, go on. Yeah, should we do it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, 
enough about what I would have done because I think the queens that did come on the runway mm-hmm. did the job. Oh yeah, they all look really good. They so tell me who left you slain the most? Lemon. I think Lemon's oh. Canadian flag thing, no maple leaf thing, really, really pushed the out of there, really extravagant. And then Penchina as well, always looking flawless and conceptual. I didn't understand why Pangina dressed as Queen Elizabeth though. No, I, it was Mary, Queen of Scots. Oh, was it? Well, that's what I thought because... Oh, yeah. Ma- okay, now it makes sense, Mary, Queen of Scots, because, like, off with your head, the queen that got the chop. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a great reference. But I think everyone... Actually, no, because I think only Janie and Lemon, from what I can remember, did, like, hometown-inspired looks, like the Canadian flag, and then the hills and the Dutch kind of landscape on her blue dress. But I think everyone else, I think everyone else just came out in like an extravagant gown. So yeah, I actually take that back. I enjoyed Pangina's comedic off with her head queen period Tudor-esque look. Yeah, Juju, Juju made me feel things though. Yeah. She just looks stunning. It's stunning. Rich, expensive. So expensive, so simple. And I think she was inspired by... Um, a designer, Miss Sohi, and that peplum silhouette. I have no idea what that <laughs> um, But yeah, I think there was like a high fashion reference point there. The execution was good. Her body looked good. She's short. The proportions were right. And the hair, there was not even a hairline inside. Oh like it was God. just natural glamour. Yeah. I was going to ask you who left you the most disappointed, but should we keep it on a you know high, nice note for... Yeah, let's keep it high. I don't think anyone disappointed me. No, no, they all look gorgeous. Yeah, they all were gorgeous extravaganza. Yeah. Umar, are you ready for interviews with three of our finalists? Oh my God, I'm just going to sit back and listen. Fabulous, <laughs> yeah. Sadly, Bagger was unable to speak with us because she was unwell. Get well soon, Bagger Chips. But we do have Juju Mo and our reigning queen, Blue Hydrangea. First up, we have Juju, our third slash fourth place queen, spoke to me about how she would not allow Drag Race UK versus the world to leave her financially insecure. How does this experience on UK versus the world compare with your 12 other times on the series? Uh, 15. 15, actually. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) This was the hardest competition Mm -hmm. that I've done. It was was so hard. Season two, I had no idea. I had $84 in my bank account. Mm-hmm. I spent $0 to prepare. I just, you know, I begged people for to borrow things, right? All-Stars 1, didn't spend a dime. Raven, I had Raven. And Raven <laughs> yeah. is a, a goddess. Mm-hmm. And she brought just an array of things. I brought an array of things. Um, if you refer back to the, the runway where we did our 60s look, mm-hmm. I brought a 60s look. She brought one we didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> and it just worked. All-Stars 5, I spent $30,000, baby, wow. you know, um, and we went into a pandemic. Yeah. So the turnaround for me was non-existent, and um, I also worked on music, which was another 30000 mm-hmm. And so I, I just, I, I was living my dreams, and then when I got the phone call for this, I said to myself, oh my gosh, you could bring Juju and your personality and your spirit and your love, but um, I was just not going to allow myself to be insecure economically when I returned back home because Mm -hmm. I'm a human that lives a life. So I gave myself a budget and I stayed within that budget. And that's, you know, that was one of the pieces to it. And um, we're also relying on other people. So it was really hard because everybody else was 
trying to find the best job and yeah. maybe working with the queen wasn't going to pay them the most mm-hmm. at that time, you know? Here's Mo speaking about the twists and turns of the season. Um, This season has been met with a lot of controversy and praise, equal amounts, because of the eliminations. Um, What was it like for you, though, watching it all play out in front of you? Here you go. I had this quote when I walked in and I said, the battle is not yours, Mm -hmm. it's the Lord's. So I essentially watched God pluck these hoes right on out. So I was very, like, thankful not to have ever been chopped. Um, the pe- let's just start in the order. Lemon going home, that hurt because you saw the progression of Lemon and the growth and she came back with all of these fabulous costumes. I mean, if you follow her on Instagram, she's turning it yeah. and then she's the first one out. You felt that like, ouch, bitch, no one wants to go home. And you're thinking like, maybe RuPaul's gonna be nice and be like, don't worry, girl. No, bitch, she's in her home. Okay, lovely. And then, you know, Cheryl went home. Okay, oh, whatever. The third went home. Who went home? Jimbo went home. You were like, uh, you were kind of, I was over her at that point. Like the whole neck thing, whatever. Um, then when Pangina went home, girl. So I'm a very like affectionate, like touchy, lovey person. Me too. When they said Pangina, I grabbed Janie so hard. She said she had a bruise. <laughs> I was like, girl, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. But baby, I grabbed, I was like, Oh my gosh. It, it took me out. I mean, it's, I would say this watching hindsight is always 2020. I came in killing all stars for it. Right. So when I was like, Oh, I'm gonna kill it on this one too. Was not worried about anybody coming in. And then when I didn't win, like I wanted to win, I was like, what the heck is going on? And then I looked at it and I said, if I would have won, like I wanted to, I would have been that bitch. You know what I mean? So everything, where I'm like, oh, Holy Spirit, you love me. Thank you. I'm supposed to be right where I am, girl. Back here safe. I'm going to let this, <laughs> and I'm going to be in the top four. Thank you. And finally, Blue sat down with me to talk about making history as the first ever Irish queen to conquer a season of RuPaul's Drag Race. How does it feel to be the first ever queen of the mother-tucking world? It feels crazy. To be honest, it hasn't sunk in yet. I was watching it last night and I was like, is that real? I just can't fathom it. But it's uh, been lovely. Northern Ireland, I'm just so proud to represent Northern Ireland on a global scale, you know. And people are like, stop talking about Northern Ireland. We get it. I'm like, I can't. It's my home. I mean, you now make history, right? It's the first ever Irish queen to win a season of Drag Race. I know! Oh my goodness, that is crazy. And the first ever winner of an international season as well, which is pretty iconic. Because that I mean, that's like bigger than an All-Stars, I would say, right? What does this win mean to you personally? Um, it, I, well, it means that I, uh, I've done something right. I mean, a lot of things have had to fall into place for me to be in this position, and I'm okay with that. It just, it just feels incredible. It feels like I'm representing it for all the queerdos, the person that I used to be whenever I was a little child watching Drag Race. And uh, I, it just, it's, it's amazing to represent my country and, and uh, you know, paint the world blue. I literally, I said I was going to do it and I fucking did it. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
there's like a photo of me from la- like on my last season holding the little RuPaul maquette with my space buns all awry and my face paint on my face and then there's one of me holding my scepter looking all beautiful and I was like this is the perfect symbolization of where I have come from and where I am now it's just uh, it's great um, and it just shows you what a bit of self-love and confidence can do for a queen it's really important and you received so much support on Twitter last night when I typed in Blue Hydrangea it was just all the Blue Hydrangea stands showing their love for you showing <laughs> pictures so what was it like to see that outpour of love online oh my god it was amazing and I skipped through the episode on iPlayer and, and saw if I won and then I went down to my local bar and um got to watch it with the people and it was just incredible like there was such a great atmosphere there was blue confetti cannons it was just uh it's just so overwhelming that all these people support little old me because in reality like this could be anyone anyone with the confidence and the creative eye and the um inspiration to go and out and do drag any of them could be sitting in this position and I think that's the charm of drag race is that you see people that represent for you and you get to support them. And that could be any of the nine cast members. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's what's so incredible about your win. You can tell, obviously, you, you well, not technically grew up watching Drag Race, but you mm. were a fan of Drag Race and you aspired to be that queen who has a crowning moment and it's actually happened for you. So it's so inspirational to see that this could happen to any baby drag queen out there. I think that's the part that makes it the hardest to like believe is that I've literally grown up watching this show. It's my favorite show. It means so much to me. It's helped me in my in my growth through um, gender identity and sexuality and and expression. It, like it's it's helped me um, grow in all those ways. And now I I am part of that in in a way that I didn't think I'd be able to be ever. And I love it. And I, I'm also just like a fan of drag in, in general and a fan of all these girls that are on the season. So that's um. That's what makes it extra special. Is, uh, and I hope that I do them all proud with um, my rain, my blue rain. <laughs> um, as is the case, though, with each season, any season, no matter who wins, there's going to be positive and negative reactions online to the winner. You have a thick skin, no. So I, I, mm-hmm. I, what I want to ask you, like, how are you coping throughout all of this and making sure you're kind of focusing on the positive? Yeah, well, I have seen that people are like, nah, or like, she didn't deserve to win. Well, this truly was the Hunger Games drag and to survive to the end, I feel like it's a feat in itself. But uh, being in that room full of people from Belfast who just were cheering me on, was it just overpowered anything that I could have seen last night. That was Because it was real. That was real. What people put out under, into the world, that's them vocalising into an abyss. And um, I do sometimes see it, but what I did see in person last night was love and um, excitement for, for me and uh, nothing could take that away from me. Not even some trolls online, but I love blocking them. It's great. It's good fun. <laughs> I have to talk to you about that untucked moment in last night's episode. Was it as <laughs> awkward as it looked? I thought, well, yeah, but I did say roll the tapes, roll the tape. They didn't put that in. Uh, I was really feeling myself, but um, it was a little bit awkward. I think, um, Panchang is right to feel that way and to want closure because I absolutely would too. And uh, I just explained it as I've explained it in every interview on that sofa in uh, the, after she was eliminated. Like it was just the game she was playing and I had to play the same game. Um, and she says that she wasn't playing games. But she also said that she wouldn't have even put Lemon in the bottom two for the first week. So then why'd you eliminate her, bitch? And the whole Jimbo thing. 
it was a lot funnier in person. Watching it back, to be fair, I think it was maybe a little bit harsh. Panjani didn't deserve that in the moment. And um uh, but that's Jimbo. Yeah. I mean, you got a lucky escape from Pangina's wrath because Jimbo came in <laughs> venomous. There was venom. Absolutely. Yeah. I know. I thought, to be fair, I thought Pangina would come in like that, but Pangina's a very um poised queen. She she'll not be a messy queen. And I I um that is one thing that I really respect about her. And I um would love a little bit of that for myself, but I can't help but be messy, you know what I mean? I think it's the uh, the, the British dragon me, you know, just wants to be a messy bitch. <laughs> I actually love how messy you are. Um, <laughs> um, when I was writing up um, the interview that we did the other day, I put in there, I was like, Blue is fully aware of the chaos that she will cause with her comments, but she doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's so accurate. <laughs> what queens would you like to see on another international All Stars? Oh, Tia Coffee, absolutely. I would love to see Anita Wiglet from uh, Down Under, My Little Pony, and Keta Minaj from. Uh, Holland. I would love to see um Vandermis Joking and uh, Bandit from Thailand. God, there's so many, but honestly, I would just love lots of representation uh for different uh, varieties and styles of drag. And I think um international seasons really do give that to the world. They uh, they're pushing boundaries in, in the drag race space, and I, I hope to continue to see that. Actually, I'd love to see uh, some drag kings on drag race up too at some point. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to yeah. see I want this to be a future where queens and kings are coexisting in the same work, work group. And it I mean it happens and works in Dragula. So I can't I can't see a world where it doesn't work in drag race, especially because there was a time where people were like, women can't compete on drag race or trans people can't compete on drag race. And we've seen that they come and they slay they slay the house down and they do better than us <laughs> so i mean uh, like victoria scone uh, absolutely would have won uh uk3 had she not have been sadly uh injured and it just goes to show you that any all drag is um valid um this is a really naughty question and i'm aware that you have oh. just won the crown um but if there's <laughs> ever a drag race winner season um are you in I think I want to enjoy my reign a little bit, but I will absolutely, this is not the end for me in Drag Race, I imagine. I would love to be back in that workroom. I'd probably do shite, but you know what I mean? I would I would go in, I'd try and win the first episode and eliminate the biggest bitch there. And then I'd just dust off my hands and go. Because I imagine that people will not want me around for long. <laughs> Especially if there's a lipstick format. They would try and get rid of you because they know what they know what you're gonna do. That's it. That's exactly yeah. it. I could come out of the woodworks one, win any challenge, and just send a bitch home. If you want to hear more about what the finalists had to say about the tumultuous first season of RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus the world, then head on over to gaytimes.co.uk. Umar, I'm unable to say on next week's episode because we have come to the end of Snatch Season 4. We will return later this year for the fourth season of RuPaul's Drag Race UK, however. In the meantime, remember to like, subscribe, and leave a review for Snatched. That's like, subscribe, and leave a review for Snatched. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.